and welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. This is your host, Light the Light Fingered Thief, and here I'm joined by Logar. Hello, I am Logar the Barbarian. Logar the Barbarian. So, you know, among our favorite games that we play when we were kids was Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons. They've 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 And they they've... were they were owned by what TSR back in the day and Gary Gygax? Yes. And today owned by Hasbro. Them? Hasbro. Well, Wizards of the Coast bought out TSR, then the Hasbro brought out Wizards of the Coast. I think so. I, th- I don't think Wizards of the Coast has been its own entity for over twenty years, and I think Hasbro brought them out probably more than twenty years ago. <laughs> yeah. So just going through the going through the history of when TSR became Wizards of the Coast became Hasbro <laughs> or D and D. Sorry. And they and when Wizards of the Coast first bought them out, they they were just TSR for quite a few years. Um, it took them a few years before they started going by Wizards of the Coast. I think the first first time we really started seeing them just as Wizards of the Coast for Dungeons and Dragons may have been third edition. So I only played like BX first edition, a little bit of second. So I'd stopped playing by the time all this had transpired. Today, who who do you curse more, Wizards of the Coast or Hasbro? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's really the same entity. Hasbro owns it, and what we want to talk about is this article that that's been popping around. Some things that have been said. Um, the Dungeons and Dragons is really under monetized, and this was from the Wizards of the Coast president. And uh, I, and at a point, I think that. I've made it a point to try to focus on games that are made by smaller creators. We're looking at Hasbro and Wizards of the Coast. Was it like it's all, it's like eight hundred billion freaking dollars or something like that? No, no, no. The revenue for Hasbro is five point one billion yeah. in twenty twenty one. The revenue is five nine hundred oh million eight hundred million yeah millions of billions. I was so, like, no way that that big. So eight hundred million, so almost a billion dollars in revenue in twenty twenty one. Uh, five point one billion in five point one billion. Wait a yeah. minute. So Wizards Coast passed one billion in revenue in twenty twenty one. So Hasbro was five point one. Okay, but so there's something I'm I'm confused about because they were saying that Wizards was seventy percent of the market share. So what what because uh, there's another article here filing Wizards of the Coast makes roughly seventy percent of Hasbro's value, and that was in uh, posted on Wednesday of 2022 over here on this website Magic Untapped. So I was just kind of looking around at some of these different numbers, but I think the point being that there's a lot of money there in Hasbro and Wizards of the Coast, and I tend to focus on games that are uh, not made for a shareholder to make more money, but made by gamers for gamers, and I think that makes a difference to me. <laughs> yeah, so it's made by you know indie creators for you know gamers and fans. Not for, like you said, monetizing for some type of total shareholder return. Yeah. Now, at the same time, like at a point, like most folks who are putting stuff out, there is like, hey, I'm trying to make a buck because a lot of people need to eat to survive and putting their labor and time into it is a a serious thing. And when you have monstrosity, huge corporations out there that are the competition, like there is no competition. You've lost right out the gate. So you're kind of struggling to get your stuff out. So. The first thing I'd say is I encourage everybody to check out some indie games made by independent creators over uh, what Hasbro is putting out and try to help help them, you know, struggling creators who are putting games out that are really good for other gamers by gamers. That's one thing I'd definitely say. Now, the monetizing thing, I'm not shocked about. No, they're they're a large company. I mean, so they want to monetize stuff for sure. Yeah. And like, 
I think that a, their push with the one D&D is trying to push over to a way they can captivate more people into their specific uh, platforms and subscription-based models, I'm pretty sure, are going to be coming around for one D&D or six edition or whatever it ends up getting called. Dungeon. I think they're just going to call it Dungeons & Dragons, probably. <laughs> they probably won't attach a D a, an addition to it. <laughs> yeah, but you know, right now they had bought, bought D&D Beyond, so they're trying to utilize that online subscription digital um you know services as well while you and i grew up with what books paper yeah research and dice <laughs> and uh, i'm not gonna lie like we buy books but and we keep on buying those books i think that they're seeing that like if the dm is the only one who's buying the books they want to try to get players to be purchased making purchases as well while they're playing so like magic everybody had that plays has to buy their own decks their own like cards. cards sure yeah and and they don't just stop at one deck. You got a bill, so you got to keep on buying and consuming. I think they're trying to say, hey, how can we infuse what we have with magic into player characters in Dungeons and Dragons? Yeah, but it seems, it seems like they're forcing it without creating true value for the player or for the consumer. You know, well, and there is this thing that like 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 creating true value is kind of one of those those terms that comes in. Let's like, okay, how do we create the value? Like they're trying to. You got to market this need. You've got to invent a need to fill it. There isn't really a need there. There That's isn't a need there. Exactly. Does. That's, That's what, what Kaplan does. Yeah. Does. So there is no there is no need there because <laughs> players can play with a a set of dice and a pencil and paper. <laughs> yeah, and like like the, this idea that we're going to constantly uh, crank more. We have to constantly crank more out it, it, it into planned obsolescence is is in almost every facet of our life now. I mean, see, isn't that the whole like business model of Ikea? The cheapest furniture you can get. Well, yeah. <laughs> you'll buy some in a couple of years when you have to move your cheap apartment. <laughs> it'll break in two or three years. So so I guess, you know, as a player, what would I be looking for that I would want to purchase then as a player that they could provide to me? I mean, I, I, I here's one of the things is a lot of times when I run a game, I've got the books needed. It's kind of like, hey, come on down here play the game it's me and my friends getting together you don't need to bring anything there's no like need to like purchase or consume and what we're doing i've already got the things that we need to start with as the game as a game master or dungeon master you do correct yeah so like when people come over here to play i'm saying hey yeah this isn't a, a thing that you have to invest your time and money in like like with magic where you have to you have to go and you just have to have the time to show up to game and if you want to buy a book, go out and buy a book. But a lot of my players don't own books for the games we play. I just have everything they need to start the game. We play it. And the games don't have to be like a mass consumption type thing. But because we live in a capitalist system, it's a constant need to keep on cranking stuff out. Keep those at the top, you know, making more and more and more and more and more. <laughs> well, you know, so... As of late, I've noticed, you know, there's there's a lot of minis that have been coming out, a lot of, um, you know, dungeon map play mats, and then we have the D&D movie coming out sometime next year as well, too. I'm, I'm wondering how the D&D movie will have an impact on the amount of players. Like, will it be like people get into the D&D movie and get into game? Because I don't recall there being a resurgence around the not as uh, popular D&D movies 20 some years ago when they came out. <laughs> I would, I would agree, you know? So, I mean, even the new one, I'm not, a, I don't know, 
I'm not, I don't like Chris Pine. I think I said it before. So yeah. I'm, I'm not thrilled. I'm not thrilled about the movie because of Chris Pine. So I, I don't know if I'm watching it in theater or not. <laughs> I'm I, I fairly ha- I have like zero opinion on Chris Pine. And and I don't really I know he has been in a couple things I've seen, but he's not one of those people that's shown up on my radar that I've paid much attention to. Wasn't he in the the Star Trek reboot from J.J. Abrams? Yeah, he was in the J.J. Abrams Star Trek reboot. He was, was he in, Kirk? He was Kirk. So that's why he was so annoying. Okay, I, 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 I did not. I watched the first one, I think, and and did not finish. I did not care for the Star Trek J.J. Well, Abrams. Oh movies. yeah, overall, <laughs> then, you know, he was Wonder Woman. He's been, been in other movies, but anyways, that's we, right. That was him in Wonder Woman. Yeah, and I hated, him, I hated him in him in Wonder Woman too. But anyways, I, I digress. <laughs> but with the movie coming out, there's gonna be like a lot of junk coming out, right? T-shirt, posters, lunch boxes. Who else? That they can slap branding on. So how how much of that like 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 that was George Lucas's thing that he kind of heralded was the action figures in the in the marketing making the money off the marketing products stuff he can sell like cheap consumer goods right uh, three five dollar action figure stuff like that. How much of that is the domination in the industry these days? Like action figures were huge for a while, and now it seems like a lot of action figures are like. The price has gone up. The quality has gone up. It's become more of a niche thing. It's a niche thing. So I don't think Hasbro is going to... Well, I mean, they probably will release some action figures, but I don't think they'll be big sellers. I think they'll probably get more money off of um, other branding and, li- and licensing well, than action and figures. Charging a player to... to uh, I think that what we're looking at... I, and again, I've said it before. It sounds like we're going towards microtransaction type things. Oh, uh, micro, microtransaction <laughs> hell. Oh, <laughs> oh, I, I, I could be wrong. That's where I think that's going to head. What did they... Did they even say what it is that... Because what it is they're going to... Because the, they said they want it to be player side. Like they're losing money by not charging the players. And Right. And... Uh, and I thought that that's what they were doing a lot with like third edition and, and other editions where they came out with all these splat books with lots of player options. The only thing I can see to kind of look at and capitalize on and monetize on player side is, is player options, which when I, when they tend to crank more of that stuff out, I have found that games get more complex to play. Yeah. It's going to turn into like Pathfinder where you have a billion books and a billion classes and a billion species and whatever else is like, Oh, so yeah, I mean, what is the direction? I'm I'm wondering if it'll just be like little digital releases for player options, or if we're talking about just books of player options, or what are we talking here? I mean, they've already done that already on D and D Beyond with releasing different um, species or what used to be called races that you could be be playing as a character, which I found you know super annoying. With the rise, I'm going to say there's a rise in independent role playing games going on. It may be my perspective and where I'm at and who I'm talking to, but there's definitely a resurgence in role playing games in general. Um, and some of those folks are a lot of those folks are coming from fifth edition and Hasbro and the bigger games and kind of discovering the independent game sphere. So it seems as if Hasbro to me is kind of looking at other games as and other creators as competition now, as opposed to being like, what was this? What was the phrase? A rising tide lifts all ships, or yeah, something like that. <laughs> well, right now it seems like they're uh, trying to uh, you know cordon off the uh, coastline and only have their own. <laughs> I mean, is that what Wave. is that what was that what Wizards going to do? Like, there's been talk about the the open game license. Now, the open game license for previous editions and what's out there is out there. The cat's out of the bag. There's a lot of stuff online. You don't have to be holding to 
Hasbro necessarily to put your own games and your own stuff out for especially for previous editions because of what all's been done. But I mean, how far will things go? How will things change and shape? Especially if what they own is the IP, the intellectual property, that name, yes. that brand, that the that branded name, brand D and D. Yes, D and D, that brand. They and, own the uh, what Beholder as well too, I think, and then the, yeah, the other creatures. Uh, yeah, those type of things, like those those name creatures and whatnot, they own the rights to. But the brand Dungeons and Dragons is what they own. And unfortunately, that's like when people think of role-playing games, it's the first thing that comes to their mind. It is the generic for a role-playing game. Right. It's people not... say D&D, they don't say that, oh, you're playing whatever, Starfinder or Mothership or GURPS or Heroes. I mean, it's so in a sense, like role-playing in general is still kind of a little less than like what that brand name is. It's not as popular of a thing as the specific brand name of Dungeons and Dragons. And they have that one advantage over everybody else is that they own that name. They well, can... <laughs> they have a big fat name. Yes. So, you, you know, even the stuff that they've been doing with critical role, it's been, you know, ran it through the D and D and it looks like they're probably going to be going with more digital content to try to entice players to pay for stuff. I'm I'm not a fan of playing online as much, and, and I've only been playing a lot online. I do have struggles playing online that I don't have playing in person. At, aside, so I don't I don't see myself signing up and paying for a platform to play on when I have my table still, and we can still use things like Zoom and Discord to play over. I don't I don't right. I don't you know, have we, a lot of plans to do that. You know, we've experimented with like Roach Twenty and Fantasy Grounds before, so I'm curious. You know, is D and D going to start holding hosting their own servers with digital content that you can purchase on their own play servers? I thought that's what they were doing over there. I thought they owned. I thought that's what D and D Beyond was. There's a place to to do that, like Roll Twenty type stuff. Isn't that what that is? Maybe I. I don't play much 5e either, so we need to ask somebody else about that one. I thought that's what that that what DD Beyond was. I thought it was something like Roll 20 for fifth edition specifically, is what I thought it was. Oh well, in that case, maybe they're gonna use Am push I that wrong? even no, you might be right. I mean, they may be pushing that even more for microtransactions for, for, for next year then. Oh, when you type in D and D into the into the search, uh, the first thing that pops up is D and D Beyond. <laughs> oh god. Oh god. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, there's, I, you know, I'm not going to lie. I'm very down on capitalism as a concept. And I think that uh, the less we have to constantly crank out stuff that we don't need, the less we're going to have to actually labor, <laughs> especially if it's just being cranked out to suck the money at the top. Um, yeah, that's what it seems like it's doing. And, and, and focus maybe on higher quality things that last as opposed to quick and cheap that's just to, there to drain your wallet. And that's kind of the opposite of what's healthy for the economy, especially since they measure the economy from the top, from the shareholders. So I don't see myself engaging much or picking up a new edition. I may if I have to for whatever reason because I need to engage in that new edition but i think that i've got a lot of fantasy role-playing games and a lot of science fiction role-playing games and a lot of smaller creators i would rather see my money go to who need the support uh smaller publishers and independent creators people on itch and everything else cranking out plenty of great games and right. if they're going to change the game people are changing the game and making really cool innovative stuff so that's where yep. my money's going. <laughs> I, I would agree with you. You know, we would pr prefer the purchase from indie creators, uh, buy stuff off like, you know, Exalted Funeral, 
buy stuff off itch.io, which goes directly to the creator. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I would fully agree with you. <laughs> yeah, itch does take an amount, but they also do a, a special creator day where they where 100% goes to the creator. I, I, I think that looking at the, the indie community is something I suggest doing. And there's, you can always, like, I've been playing my old games for years after their expiration date. The games still play. <laughs> well, the games still work. And it's, sometimes you got to, like, duct tape your book back together which i've had to before but you know otherwise it's still good <laughs> yeah i've definitely had some taped up books yeah exactly you gotta have some taped up books but in general i mean we'll keep an eye on how things move forward next year with um what is it gonna be called D one sixth edition or well right whatever. now the play test is called one D. i'm pretty sure they're just gonna call it dungeons and dragons and, and try to move away from talk of editions because talk of editions is toxic there's a lot of conflict. People get upset. People don't want to move. People want to play a certain edition. So I think they're like, oh, there's just one D&D, as they're saying. It's just D&D. So I'm sure when it comes out, it will just be called Dungeons and Dragons. And I they'll mean, try not to attach an edition. That will probably be attached by the community. We'll name the edition. Yeah, but, you know, if I was them, I'd rather them go back into the history and release like an updated Star Frontiers or Boot Hill or some, or you know, Gamma World or any of those earlier games. I think that they that what it is over there is that intellectual property Dungeons and Dragons where the money's at. That's the value. Like the older games that we had, like even Marvel Face Rip, all these other things aren't they don't have an interest in creating games for gamers. It's a stockholder thing. So that's gonna change what it is they approach at releasing. Oh, and I mean, you I, know, I, if, if, <laughs> if, if they if they re release like say top secret, I'd be all over it. You know, who who doesn't want to be like Well, there is a top see here's the thing though. There is a top secret out there and you can go get it. And it is done by a, an independent creator. So be all over it. There is top <laughs> secret out there. That's the good thing is that we have creators putting those things out. And we don't have to have Hasbro put it out for us. <laughs> We're out of time. <laughs> Very true. If you've enjoyed what you've heard here today, please give us a positive review wherever you're listening. You can find us on Facebook, search Wobblies and Wizards. Wobbliesandwizards.com is our blog. I'm on Twitter and TikTok at LogarHaleCrom. We're on Patreon. We can really use support. Patreon.com backslash Wobblies and Wizards. And as always, keep those dice rolling. Buy your, buy your dice from your local gaming store.